Welcome to Happily Holistic. I'm Amy Lee Mercree, and I'm a medical intuitive with 20 years of experience. I've written 15 books on health and wellness. If you've had a medical intuitive session with me, you know that the thoughts and emotions within you, what has been passed down from your ancestors, and everything that surrounds you can impact your well-being. In this podcast, we touch on my favorite ways for you to improve your health and feel more joy. We dive deeply into everything health and wellness with a big dash of spirituality and a sprinkle of business. We spotlight the uplifting and the positive and share the secret ways top wellness authors and celebrities get inspired, stay healthy, and enjoy this beautiful life. I can't wait to get happily holistic with you today. Hello, hello. I'm so excited to welcome you to Happily Holistic. And today we have Locke Hughes on the podcast. Hi, Locke. Hi, Amy. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad to have you here. Locke and I have known each other for a few years now. She is a journalist, a certified health coach, an author. She grew up in Florida and graduated from University of Virginia and now lives in New York City. She is working as a full-time deputy editor at The Well, a holistic health center in NYC. And her most recent book is Melatonin, a natural supplement for better sleep. Locke has worked and written for a number of publications, including Huffington Post, Oprah Magazine, NBC News, Shape, Women's Health, Self, Greatest, WebMD, Thrive Global, and Refinery29, among others. Her approach to health and wellness is balanced, holistic, and science-backed, and she strongly believes that hot yoga, hiking, and red wine are equally important parts of a happy, healthy life. I love that. I agree. All equally important, exactly. I think chocolate too. And chocolate, for sure. For I think sure. chocolate in there. Absolutely. Um, like all that. about my whole philosophy about health is just, it's all about balance. Yes, I love that. I love that. And Locke and I connected initially a couple of years back. She was doing an article for Oprah Magazine and she got to ask me some questions about crystals. I think I was promoting the mood book at the time. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And yeah. it's kind of funny that that's how we met because it actually was sort of a full circle moment for me in my career as well, because I actually started 10 years ago, my career as an intern at Oprah Magazine. Oh, really? My very first job in New York. Um, wow. And I wasn't even writing at that point. I was like unpacking boxes and like messengering boxes. Um, but it was really cool to sort of come back full circle, yes. and write for Oprah and um, write about health and wellness and crystals and all of that and and healing crystals so um yeah absolutely very cool opportunity and when you came in that 10 years prior were you aspiring to write were you wanting to work as a journalist yes you were so you said well let's intern at oprah if we can start at the very bottom and and like many industries you really um it's, it's an interesting industry and, and you sort of start out without um, being able to write much and then you just sort of work your way up and learn on yeah. the phone, so. Yes. What would you say to um, young women who are, you know, in high school or college and aspiring to work as 
writers and journalists? What, what would you give them as like advice and encouragement? I think, um, I think that there are a few things. Like, first of all, um, get as many life experiences as you can. Mm -hmm. um, I think that there's nothing wrong with even like taking a year off to travel if, if you can possibly do that or like live in a ski town for a year. I think mm -hmm. the more diverse your life is, the more able you'll be able to reach a diverse audience with your work. And um, also always maintain a sense of curiosity. I think you kind of have to have an open mind about everything and willing to yes. hear different perspectives and willing to um, explore topics that you may not be familiar with. So I think maintaining that sort of open mind, beginner's mind, um, and just be up for anything. Um, and then, yeah. you know, also do, do work and practice your writing. And I think mm -hmm. a great place, we, you and I were just saying how we both write for Thrive Global. Um, yes. It's an amazing platform that anybody can write on. Exactly. And, you know, you never know that your article could go viral there or we can write yes. on com. So I think just getting your work out there um, is also a really important first step to take. I absolutely agree. And, you know, when you first start writing articles, I think it's nerve wracking. For me, that was quite a while back. And you're kind of like, uh, who am I to speak on this topic? But once you kind of get in the swing of it, you understand that you can kind of own, you know, own the knowledge base that you have. And you know, you're, if you love to write and express ideas and gather information, you can do that. You just yeah. have to believe in yourself, right? Yes. And I think everyone yeah. is, a, is a writer. Everyone has a story yes. to tell. And if you have a story to tell, I think um, it'll, it'll flow easily from you. And like you were yeah. just saying, uh, you try not to overthink your writing. And I think <laughs> it's also great if you can do that. I, I tend to overthink it. Um, yes. Try not to. <laughs> Yes, Long and I were talking before we hit record. We have um, books published by the same publisher. She has a book with Sterling, uh, the melatonin book, A Natural Supplement for Better Sleep. There it is. It's so pretty. <laughs> Holding it so up. Pretty. Yeah. And My 100 Days to Calm is my latest Sterling book. It's a guided journal. So we were kind of discussing. I love how our books are hardcover from yes. Sterling. I and mean, I they're just... Love this little size of the book. It's like small. I, it's like I agree. Lots of photos inside. So pretty. Oh, yours says purple inside. I like yeah. that. Yeah, lavender. It's yes, that's <laughs> those, that's like my ideal color scheme right there. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I was telling Locke, my friend Shannon Kaiser reminds me of how Locke is where they're such wordsmiths. I mean, they're just an incredible writers. And I sort of feel like not that even, I mean, no. even though I do get to write, so. Yeah, and that's also why we have editors. We all have editors. Yes. We all need editors. <laughs> exactly. Editors are very helpful. Yes. We love editors. Yes. <laughs> so, um, Locke, you're working at the well, and are you guys still 100% virtual? We are, sadly. Yeah, we mm -hmm. are yeah. based in New York City, right near Union Square, and we did close our doors in March, which is really yes. when New York City truly shut down. Yeah. Um, and, you know, places are starting to open in New York. Gyms mm -hmm. are actually open with limited capacity here, but we yeah. decided to keep it all virtual yeah. until 2021. Um, okay. So it's been an interesting year. We pivoted uh, to make our events virtual, to make our yoga mm -hmm. classes virtual offer doctor's appointments virtually, which is pretty cool. Wow. Um, health coaching virtually. Um, yes. 
And luckily we also have an e-com supplement line. Um, so we released those this year, yes. um, even like immunity products, um, self-care products. So products that are very relevant to this current time that we're living in, you know, Absolutely. supplements and vitamins and nutrients to protect mm -hmm. your health. And then um, products that really help you like calm yourself down and take better care of yourself while we're all still at home. So yes, that's yeah. wonderful. Yeah. Can they find those at thewell.com? What's this New York? Exactly. Thing? Yeah. It's just the, and then dash, small dash. Well, the dash well.com. Well. Yeah. Yeah. And I know the, I got to go to the space. I got to meet you there. I think October, 2019, I think we, uh, we met up at the well and you yeah. guys had been open for a while, but not too long. And yeah. it, it's such a gorgeous space. And I know you, you know, you had, just all these different um, health practitioners and doctors and everything kind of working out of there and a beautiful event space. So yeah, I, I can imagine the site is very well done. I know you're, you're curating a lot of content and doing an amazing job. Yeah, I think we're, you know, we also, I, that's my main job at The Well is to curate editorial content, um, especially around immunity and the election and sort of timely issues. Yes. That's been super fun for the journalist and me. Um, yes. Yeah, but I mean, it, it is it is a bummer because it is such a beautiful space, as you it saw. Is. We even had a restaurant. We had like a gorgeous uh, yeah. yoga studio, a gorgeous meditation dome, yeah. um, crystals everywhere in the oh, space. It was you know. gorgeous. Yeah. Gorgeous. I remember like going in there and being like, even this is pretty. Like, so well done like really beautifully decorated and so much like sustainable kind of eco stuff in there so hopefully you guys do get to open again in 2021 so everyone can go check it out oh, I know knock on wood <laughs> yeah I know I know so your your melatonin book kind of talks about better sleep and one of the things that we were thinking about discussing on this episode was also the adrenal fatigue and the burnout that I know a lot of people are working with mm -hmm. anyways with modern life and now with all of the changes and dynamic uh, change in society around the pandemic. So yeah. I'd love to hear your, some of your perspective on how we can mitigate that and, and prevent it. Yeah, well, it's interesting because a lot of people are tired all the time. I think it's the yeah. number one complaint that doctors get when people come into the doctor's office. Yeah. Um, and it's really easy, and sleep is very important. So it's very easy to think, you know, oh, I'm not getting enough sleep, even mm -hmm. though I may be in bed from like 10 to 8 or something. Yes. Um, but what I think a lot of people also don't realize is that stress mental stress can really affect us physically and stress out our bodies. And mm -hmm. so that's really what adrenal fatigue is. It's basically a result of long-term chronic stress on your body. Mm -hmm. And the adrenals are some glands um, and they release cortisol, which is a stress hormone. And yes. cortisol can be beneficial in some ways. It like helps us, you know, deal with like sudden threats and um, yes. you know, helps our body sort of recover. But if we are dealing with cortisol long-term, and that has some really detrimental effects on us. And it can make us feel tired. It can wake us up in the middle of the night. Um, so my approach to sleep in my book and um, sort of how I approach health in general is that it's not just about sleep. It's about, you know, mitigating stress in your life through yoga, mm -hmm. meditation, and lifestyle changes, and eating well. Um, and then, you know, sleep also does, it, your environment obviously plays a huge role in sleep. Yes. 
Um, I learned in writing the book that the number one most important thing is actually uh, the sense of sight when it comes to sleep. So the best really? thing, you can do, yeah, more than anything else. I mean, the, all the five senses yes. actually play an important role. Um, I can run through them all if you want. Yes, let's one hear thing about it. Is sight. Um, so you really want to have the room as dark as possible. And the reason for this is because melatonin is the sleep hormone and it only yes. is released by your brain when it's pitch black outside. If there's any sort of light really? from your cell phone or from like a, you know, a small clock, yes. that will disrupt the production of melatonin and your body won't be able to fall asleep. So if so you put the room completely dark, um, I would recommend getting a sleep mask. Um, yes. But if you can, definitely invest in blackout shades and leave your phone in the other room. That's super important. Absolutely. The phones with the blue light and the stimulation are just the enemy of sleep. Yes. No TV either. Uh, just read a book. <laughs> I know. I have that rule in my in my bedroom, no phones. Yeah. So it's just cool. books. I happen to love books, so that's fine with me. <laughs> I know. It's relaxing too. It's like you can sort of forget about reality for a little bit. It is more relaxing and just to have something tactile too, you know, the, the paper and the... Yeah, we spend all day staring at the screen. So yeah. like who wants to keep looking at a screen at night? Yeah. Um, exactly. Yeah. And then, you know, the other, just quickly to run through yeah. some other pointers would be um, sense of um, smell can also really play a big role. And this is another thing that I've learned a lot about as well. And as you, yes. you and I have spoken about when it comes to essential oils mm -hmm. and how powerful that can be, we have a line of essential oil-based products um, called uh, Relax. And so mm -hmm. it's lavender, vetiver, and I think Buddha wood essential oils. Yeah. Uh, and it's just this really, really relaxing scent. And I have it in a body oil and I use it. That sounds nice puts you right to sleep, I swear. Um, I love that. Use it as well. Um, yeah, so I think the power of scent is also um, under-recognized when it comes to bed. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I have a ritual lately. Um, I've been working with, I, as a medical intuitive, I work with a lot of traditional Chinese medicine and tactics. tactics mm -hmm. And I've been working with um, bringing heat to the kidneys to catalyze the kidney yang and move long chi. Um, and so in doing so, I take, a, you know, one of those microwavable neck pillows mm -hmm. and I've been microwaving it and I put a bunch of therapeutic grade lavender essential oil on it. So oh, my yeah. room smells like a lavender field. Oh my gosh, that sounds oh, so Oh, it's nice. so nice. It's so nice. So take us through our other senses. Yeah, yeah. I need to. I need. I, I want to go light a candle right now. <laughs> I know. I know. It's making me want to diffuse. Hey there. It's Amy Lee Mercree. People have been asking what to expect when you book a medical intuitive session with me. Whether you have had a medical intuitive session before or are completely new to the idea, working with a medical intuitive may be right for you. If you are looking to uncover the root cause of one or more mild to moderate health concerns, working with me is not designed to take the place of seeing an integrative doctor or your chosen health practitioner. The way a session begins is you get to share your questions and concerns. After that, I say an opening invocation, which is adapted from something shared with me 
by my late medicine teacher about 25 years ago. It invites your highest vibrational spirit guides to participate in the session. These may be ancestors, angelic guides, or other benevolent non-physical beings. After the invocation, I let you know which guides want to talk with you and what they have to say. We address your questions and concerns and find resolutions and answers. If there are health issues, we find the root causes of the issues. To learn more about my medical intuitive work, check out the Work With Me page on amyleemercree.com. So that's sight and smell. Um, yes. Taste is also really interesting and sort of, you know, you think of taste, you think of food yeah. and drinks. And so in my book, we have like all these amazing like sleep inducing drinks, like ah! ginger chamomile tea, Yum. which I've heard of chamomile tea being good for sleep. And it really is. Um, lavender steamer with oat milk um, or Ooh, almond milk. Nice. Um, any of those nut milks are actually really great for sleep. Um, cherry are really good food for yes. sleep. They are one of the few foods that naturally contain melatonin. Right. Um, so cherries are great. Um, like almond butter, um, oats are great. So sort mm -hmm. of think of like almost breakfast foods, I feel like are yes. a snack. Um, and you really want to avoid um, a heavy meal, which is sort of, I agree, intense, but it's, you know, a lot of us are so busy during the day that we like skip meals and then we I like think so. out at night and that's just not great for sleep either. Um, mm -hmm. okay. So that's sight, smell and taste. taste. Oh, touch. touch. It's like the best part. Um, touch is like making the most comfortable bed. It's my bed over there. Yeah. <laughs> they possibly make. So I highly recommend investing in um, the most high quality sheets you can afford really can make a difference. And if the, you know, if you, if you need to switch out your mattress, do it, you should be yes. doing three, seven years. Um, or even just get like a mattress topper that's more comfortable. Right. Yeah. That helps too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So try to like make it as dreamy as a bed yes. as you can possibly make it. <laughs> I agree with that. And then sound is also super important. Yeah. I'm a big fan of white noise. I have a white noise machine right over uh -huh. here, um, especially living in New York City. You need it there. Noise, you definitely yeah. need it. Um, so white noise is scientifically proven to help people yes. sleep. Uh, I turn a fan on in yeah. the far corner. I don't want wind on me, but I like the noise. Exactly. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. I think mm -hmm. that's super important yeah. as well. I love those tips. We all <laughs> you know, get get better sleep and, and yeah. think about the ways that we can support our bodies. And, you know, sleep is the number one way where we integrate things, whether they're emotional, mental, or spiritual. That's when we're processing and integrating. And the deeper the sleep, the REM sleep, when we are able to dream and work things through subconsciously, it's critical. And I mean, gosh, think about 2020 has been quite a year. It's not surprising that we're needing extra sleep and, we're also experiencing sleep disruption, probably primarily from being like on the phones, looking at the phones late. I try to stay off social media after seven o'clock. Oh, wow. Good for you. <laughs> I don't always do it though. Yeah. But I have it like, I, I have it written on like the tape on my phone to try to. Oh, write. interesting. Mm -hmm. I put tape, you know, I like to put tape over the cameras when I'm not using them and uh, it's on there. Does it just okay. say stay off? 
it currently says social fast exclamation point exclamation point which means after seven yeah no i should do that <laughs> yeah <laughs> although it's smudged because i do spray my phone with alcohol periodically if it's uh -oh. getting mangy so it needs to be re replaced still serves as a good reminder i'm sure <laughs> it's well you you still see it so at least, and actually i I set an alarm that goes off at 7 p.m. that says that on oh, it. Oh, that's smart too. Yeah. And then I, I'm, a, I don't know, you know, some of, I, I don't think you're going to be like this because I feel like you're a very attentive person, unlike myself. But um, some of our listeners might be kind of more the ADHD type. So when that alarm goes off, I actually take my phone and put it under something, even mm -hmm. if it's charging. So even though I might go use it if someone texts or, you know, some, somebody calls, it's a visual cue that tells me you're not picking this up to look at it and scroll anything. Huh. This is put away except for, you know, communicating with hey, friends and family. That's yeah, how I was actually, there's this study um, that shows that just simply having your phone in your line of vision is a distraction in itself. Even it if is. you're not using it just looking at it there on your desk or, yes. you know, if you're eating, like just get rid of it, put it in yes. a drawer, put it on the other it side. It absolutely of the is. Yeah. It absolutely is. And I mean, don't you think that goes back to every time someone likes a post or sends us a text, we're getting a hit of dopamine and we're kind of turned into like little nice. addicts. Yeah. So Seriously. we have to put it, put it away. Whenever I'm on a book deadline, I not only do I turn the phone off, I put it in a drawer. Because even if it's on the table in another room, I'm going to know. Something about it mentally in the drawer is like, okay, that is like off the table for thinking about right now. Oh, that's so smart. <laughs> uh, that's tricks of the ADHD person. <laughs> <laughs> no, otherwise, we're all, I honestly feel like we're all ADHD these days. We've all become that way. I was diagnosed with learning disabilities as a child. So <laughs> I feel like everyone else has become like me, but I've always been like this. And it's worse in some ways now, though. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's yeah, true. We all are, like, distracted constantly. Yes. So if someone was wanting to kind of, like, rehabilitate their adrenals and work with, you know, adrenal adaptogens or things like that, what, what would you suggest for, like, three, you know, really great all-purpose tips to help us work on our helping yeah. our body deal with stress? Um. Or more, three Number or more. One tip would actually be to work with a functional medicine doctor or some yes. sort of creative um, naturopath doctor. Yes. Um, that's really what what cured me. Um, yeah. And interestingly, like conventional medicine, they don't consider adrenal fatigue to even be a real condition, right? Um, because they can't necessarily diagnose it. It's yes. just like this combination of symptoms. Um, right. So I think that that would be definitely one of them. And then they can prescribe, you know, more specific supplements for your needs. But one yeah. favorite of, I think, a lot of um, people in the holistic health field is ashwagandha, yeah. uh, a great adaptogen that can really help mm -hmm. your body. It's almost like nature's Xanax. It can really help you calm yes. down. Yes. Um, but not not like in a Xanax way. <laughs> it can yes, in a non-sedative manner. Yeah. Non-sedative way. Um, yeah, absolutely. That was great. And then see, get a blood test with your doctor and see what you're deficient in. A lot of people mm -hmm. are vitamin D, which can play a big part. Yes. Um, my thyroid was a little bit low. It was like, yeah. wasn't low enough to be considered uh, off mm -hmm. by medicine, but it was off 
to my functional doctor. So I've been yes. on meds, which has really helped. Yeah. Um, so those are some medical things you can do yes. lifestyle wise. This was the most interesting thing for me on this journey was that in my twenties, I was like always live in New York, like type A. I did like half marathons. I would drag myself to the gym at 7 a.m. and do like yes. a workout. Um, probably wasn't eating as well. And then on weekends, I would be like out with my friends partying mm -hmm. and then just do it all over again. And, yes. you know, whenever I started to like gain a little weight or maybe not feel like myself, I would just push myself to keep running more. Yeah. Um, and that can actually, especially when you're dealing with something like adrenal fatigue, it does. cardio can have the opposite effect. It yeah. can actually stress out your body more and cause you to hold on to weight. Um, mm -hmm. so what my functional medicine doctor explained to me is that focusing on more um, mindful exercise, slowing down, just going for a walk instead yes. of run, um, focusing more on stre strength training to yes. help your metabolism, doing more yoga to help with stress, like just sort of think like less like cardio bunny and more yes. like slow mindful movement, I think was the biggest thing for me. Huge. Yeah. I and love that. I still run like once or twice a week for sure, um, yeah. but maybe not as long as I used to. Um, yes. Less pushing and more listening to your body. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Also, too, you know, the, the, with our cycle for women, anyways, it, it'll be different for men. But when we're getting, you know, when we're through our, our actual menstrual cycle, menstrual period, and we're in our build up to ovulation and right after ovulation is a great time to do that running. But when we go more into the, to our, what would be, you know, traditionally called PMS and into our menstrual cycle, it, it's very depleting. Mm -hmm. I think that's the time when that depletion is even more likely to occur because okay. we're already, we're already being called to kind of go within and it's the yeah. time where we incubate and we recharge. And then it's during, as we move towards ovulation right after that's our most productive period. It's our time for a lot of movement and heavy cardio and, and, you know, those bursts of productivity on all of those levels. And I think we're a little bit disconnected from that in mm. a society that kind of the mentality has kind of been like push all the time. Right. For sure. For sure. Yeah. I, I know that there's a whole book, um, a whole theory about cycle syncing, which yeah. I'm super familiar with, to be honest, but um, there's a bunch, there's a bunch of great books about it. Um, absolutely. Yeah. And, and it's, you know, it kind of comes back around to that listening to your body, which I think is, sounds like where you were landing with that. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. And also that's, so I guess the third component, um, actually mm -hmm. not, not only the third, but a third component. Another component. Yeah. Nutrition, obviously. Nutrition yes. Essentially the building block of good health. Yes. Along with sleep, exercise, lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> but for nutrition, it's, I've gotten really into mindful eating. And so it's not a diet and yeah. I, whatever I want, but I yes. just attention to how things make me feel. And, I, you know, I'm not going to say anything is off limits, but I know mm -hmm. that I feel better when I eat more vegetables, when I eat yes. gluten, when I don't eat sugar. Um, yes. So it's, it's not a matter of like, wow, I can never have like cake or French fries again. Right. But more like, I know that I'm not going to feel my best after eating that. So I'm going to focus on the foods that make me feel good, which are, you know, yes. free grains and vegetables and fruit and, yes. 
you know, I have toast every morning, but it's like yeah. this really healthy grain-free bread. Yes. Yeah. So I think it's, I love that. I love like that. these don't sit well with me. So it's just like, and everyone thinks that they're so healthy. Yes. It's a journey. It's about it's finding a journey. I suspect smoothies don't sit well with you because on a digestive level, you have too much cold in. So you probably need the yeah. warming spices and you yeah. probably like when I, yeah, I think that that's. Yeah. I know when we kind of get told, oh, just throw everything in a smoothie. It's like maybe in summer if you're in a hot climate, but in winter in a cold climate, a smoothie is, is destructive to your digestive fire, which you need. Yeah. I, you know? Now on the other hand, throw a, warm up some almond milk or oat milk or hemp milk and throw in some warming spices. Yeah. Then it's a part. Yeah. I have like more dramatic um, coffee every morning, mushroom coffee, which is uh-huh. a adaptogenic blend. And I mix that's it with nice. oat milk or almond milk and some collagen. Oh, and that's super that's, nice. That's like basically my breakfast. Um, that's super nice. Yeah. I love that. Yay. I'm so glad we got to talk and, um, I ask everyone at the end of the podcast the following question. If you could send a message back in time to your 17-year-old self of one thing, what would it be? Such a good question. Oh, man. Fun question. I I was like going to college. Um, Were you? Do you have a... um, a a September birthday? Yes. Me too. Mine is um, Sunday. Oh, I just had mine. Oh, Happy birthday, birthday soon. Yeah. Yes. I, so I was 17 when I went to college. Too, yes, exactly. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Um, so. Gosh, I think that I, I regret, I don't want to start with regret, actually. I would say, you know, don't worry so much what other people think of you. Um, stay true yeah. to yourself. And also, like, keep working at it because that's, you know, keep working toward your goals. I think mm-hmm. that people, I've gotten off track at some points in my life and distracted by sure. like friends or boys or yes. whatever, but like, I kind of wish that I had kept my bigger goal in mind. So I think that that would be, mm-hmm. um, uh, my, my advice to my 17 year old. I love that. I love that. Keep working toward your goals. I love that. <laughs> I like that you had a bigger goal too. I hadn't really found that yet. <laughs> And you know, that's a good question. I really did at 17. I always wanted to be a writer though, I guess. Um, Yeah, it sounds like you did. Yeah. When you had that, that focus kind of, as you came out of college and everything you knew, I, I went to, I I went to school for teaching. I mean, which I guess I use, but. You're you're teaching. (laughs) Yeah, I guess I am. Not in the way I thought, Um, which I'm glad. I mean, I love what I do. So it's, it's amazing, but. No, you, you definitely you. need a lot of things. <laughs> oh, good. So are you. And I'm so glad we got to connect. Um, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Yeah. Can you tell our, do you have a personal website you'd like to share as well? Uh, sure. We Feel free to visit lockhughes.com, L-O-C-K-E-H-U-G-H-E-S. And that's mm-hmm. also my Instagram handle. Uh, yes. Lock Hughes. So that was my there. next question. Mm-hmm. I love to see Locke's uh, stories. I watched your story today. I was like, oh, I'm talking to her later. What is she doing? Well, I'll, I'll be sure to post about this too when it comes out. I'm so excited. Yay. Yay. Thank you so much. And thank you everyone for listening to Happily Holistic and have a beautiful day. Thanks for listening to Happily Holistic with me, Amy Lee Mercury. You can find out more about the show 
on amyleemercury.com on the podcast page. Please stop by your favorite social platform and leave me a comment. I'd love to hear how you liked today's show and what topics you'd like me to cover in the future. Come find me on Instagram and Facebook at amyleemercury.com. If you would like to see what a medical intuitive session with me is all about, hop on over to the work with me page on amyleemercree.com. Until next time, stay happily holistic.